So something that I have been thinking about is this. So I record these when I'm driving. (laughs) And so you're going to hear blinkers and vehicles passing me by and all of that good stuff. But you could kind of say for the last 10 to 12 years, I have pretty much devoted like my time, um, whatever kind of extra time that I have and my, my career path towards, um, personal growth and inner healing. Now, you know, I have been more in the therapy field really for the last 10 years. And when you think about the therapy field in general, we've kind of been trained to think about it as treating mental illness and kind of using, um, you know, we have to use insurance companies to reimburse us. So there has to be kind of a mental health issue or diagnosis that's there. So it's kind of problem focused because you're taking that problem and you're creating treatment goals for that problem. So you're creating treatment pool. Um, goals for things like depression or anxiety or trauma symptoms and, um, you know, or relationship issues and boundaries. So you're basically kind of helping this person, you know, form a life. And a lot of times it's, you know, with the idea in mind that it's with this mental health condition. And in the mental health field, you get all sorts of clients. You do really get the full gamut. And I have had clients who truly have an organic mental health disorder. And then I have clients who have, they might meet the criteria for a mental health diagnosis, such as anxiety or depression. But what has happened in their life is that they've had significant traumas or sets of traumas. And I don't mean like the big, big traumas. What I mean is like, They've had deaths in the family. They've had big life transitions. They've had all these things happen. And maybe in childhood, they never learned how to effectively process or manage their emotions. And so they kind of come in with a set of symptoms, but it might not be an organic disorder per se. Um, But it's just been a way that like, it's just kind of a symptom, a set of symptoms that has basically communicating that they haven't been able to deal with all of the things that have come at them with life. And then you kind of have a combination of both where you have kind of the biological component going on with the sets of traumas. And then you've kind of got this, um, recipe for, um, a person maybe not adapting as well as maybe other people. So something that I have a belief in is that we've probably all met um, the criteria or symptoms for depression and anxiety at some point in our lives or even PTSD or trauma symptoms. And so that right there kind of destigmatizes the idea that, oh, there's like a, a set of people who have mental health disorders and then there's the rest of you healthy, you know, people that really there is, if we were to all truly be honest with ourselves, there's really this idea that we've all struggled, you know? So then that's kind of how I began my journey. And then after that, what I began learning were spiritual tools. And I learned how to do different levels of healing spiritually, um, things called sozo or theophastics, or I just kind of learned, I didn't, 
ever take one method and run with it and say, this is my deal. I just kind of took parts of different methods and I, I kind of, um, let the Holy spirit lead me. Um, which is, you know, when you're a Christian, it's the idea that when Jesus left the earth, he left the, he deposited the spirit in each one of us. Um, and that inside of us, we have this ability to connect to the divine or the Godhead on the inside. And so I allowed that to kind of lead my sessions. Um, and you know, Holy Spirit, what tool do I pull out when does this person need to forgive or does this person need to identify like when was the first time that they opened the door to fear in their life? You know, so you kind of go through this different set of things, you know, and allowing God to kind of come in or Jesus to come in or the Holy Spirit to come in and heal. So there was that part of the healing, you know, and, and I kind of felt like I'd went to school for inner healing through kind of the Christian or spiritual lens. And I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it. I even learned some things about deliverance and had, had very um, interesting experiences with deliverance and saw that people could be, um, demonically or spiritually oppressed. So I had that part that I also, um, learned. So in the last year, what I have basically been, where I felt like the Holy Spirit was leading me was life coaching because I felt like I was learning all of these tools on how to help identify problems and to kind of help people cope with their mental health issues and to have boundaries and to, um, clear out their trauma and their nervous system and provide them education on, you know, their symptoms and, and emotions and all of these different things, which are all like, like we all need that. Like still, even though I teach that, like I still need that every day. Um, or at least like I need that reminder, um, every once in a while. So, but at some point I was like, okay, but what did people do after this? Like, how do they, how do they gain more freedom? How do they live beyond their trauma? How do they not be defined by their trauma? And a lot of times I would notice that once people got kind of set free from things, it was like they didn't know where to go. And I actually experienced this in my own life. I was like, okay, I've done all this therapy. I've done all this work on my childhood. And, but what do I do now? Like, what do I do with this freedom? Like, where do I go from here? And that's really when I went to life coaching because, um, I felt like what life coaching does is it activates the gifts on the inside of you and it, it propels you forward and gives you vision for your future. And when you are working through your junk, oftentimes you can't see what is in your future. And so when I started listening to life coaching, I, it was honestly an awakening for me because, and I listen a lot to the life coach school podcast, um, with Brooke Castillo because she is so clear and good and it's like her approach in some ways is so neutral. Like it's neutral spiritually, 
it's she's just coming from just such an amazing place it's like you almost have to listen to a few sessions to know what I'm talking about but I just felt like I just learned such good things from her and things that I could kind of apply into my own life and like I said it was an awakening for me because I was like okay this is what I've been missing these are the tools these are the things that not only do I need in my life but I need to bring into my clients life because I would get these clients that were like semi-healthy or like you know it's like okay well we worked through the trauma symptoms and different things like that and and yet you're not you're not feeling fulfilled and I kind of wondered I'm like you know do they have a higher depression anxiety score because that's just what they know like they don't know how to go like what's beyond that so that's when and I'm still in this process of learning about life coaching so here's where I'm at today I feel like if I just listen to life, and this isn't just with like the life coach school, this could be like, if I'm getting like too much of a dose of life coaching stuff, I feel like I'm not doing enough. (laughs) And there's this sense of like, well, gosh, I feel lazy. And when you're like a mom to young children, like, man, you really need to check that out the door because there are just days that you don't have it in you. And like, I picked up Rachel Hollis's book yesterday. I had a friend give it to me and it was like all these things of excuses as to why, you know, you're not living out your calling. And I was like, okay, I don't have space for this right now because I'm literally just trying to like pick up my house and, you know, um, take care of my kids and like, you know, and there's that part of me that has learned about life coaching that's like, well, but Nancy, you got to push through this barrier But then I have this therapy side to me that's like, Nancy, you got to listen to yourself. Like, listen to your limitations sometimes because sometimes they're there to tell you something. And so, you know, I was doing this, um, I was really cranky this morning, actually, because I just had this, like, war going on inside of me. And I was doing this yoga class and I thought she articulated so well what I was going through. And this is what she said she said that she talked about the analogy of things blooming, you know, from, from winter to spring and the earth kind of unfolding and and blooming again. And she talked about how we need the balance between sunshine and rain and how too much sunshine is not good, but too much rain isn't good either because you need the combination of both be able to be able to grow. And as I'm even saying it now, I can just feel that sense of, wow, there's a lot packed in there of the idea that I kind of view life coaching as like the sun, like, oh, the sun's out. Like, thank you. Like we can, we can get out, we can do stuff, we can move. And then you have the idea of the rain, like, okay, it's getting dry, getting a little tired you know, I need some rain to kind of help me rebuild and grow. And I think that as humans, we all, we need both. We need the idea that we can stay in our pain and we can feel our pain and we can feel our trauma and it, and it can get re-triggered and we can get thrown back into our old stuff. And then, you know, 
we can stay there for a little bit because sometimes we need to stay there in order to grow. And then the idea that at some point though, we got to come out of that place. And I think that this is where there's not a formula for you. You are unique and different and you need something different than what other people need. And we need this balance of stretching and growing and then being able to get nourished again. And, you know, I think life coaching can be nourishing because as you step out in your calling, it just feeds you. But I think that if there's too much growing, then you're starting to feel like you're not good enough, right? Like you're starting to feel a little bit burned out. And for me right now, I'm like, okay, I kind of got to go back to the basics of just like self-care and some, I just need to get some different things in place. And then I'm going to be able to really focus on my goals. And I truly in my gut know that that's not an excuse, (laughs) but that is, that's my truth. And that's like what my body's telling me. And I have to listen to my body. So I'm really going to trust that. Um, So I hope this speaks to somebody, um, you know, for some, it might be totally brand new information for others. It might be like, yes, that's what I've been feeling. Um, so there you have it.